Today on CityCast Philly, six school buildings have closed due to asbestos this year, and the district is scrambling to inspect more before the next school year. I'm talking with an education reporter about what the risk is for students and staff and why this keeps happening in Philly. It's Thursday, June 1st. I'm Trinae Nuri, and here's what Philly's talking about. Dale Mezzacapa, senior reporter at Chalkbeat Philadelphia. Dale, we keep seeing these headlines that schools are closing because of asbestos. First, let's 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 start with the basics, right? What is asbestos? How dangerous is this? So asbestos is a building material that was used for insulation for the better part of the 20th century uh, in just about all buildings that were built. I mean, I think, you know, the house I'm sitting in, it was also used and it was certainly used in schools. It was used in insulation for pipes, ceiling tiles, sometimes floor tiles, a whole lot of other parts of schools. And um, it's not dangerous unless it starts to flake. Okay. Flaking asbestos is dangerous. And the issue that has come up periodically in the Philadelphia schools, which has about 300 buildings, is that the district cannot afford the kind of maintenance that they should be able to do or they should do on these buildings The average age of a district building now is 70 years old. Frankfurt High School, which is one of the ones that closed, was built, you know, in 1924 or something like that. So these are very, very old buildings that need a lot of maintenance. Sometimes that in and of itself will cause the asbestos to become what they call friable or friable. And in that case, it can be breathed in and it can cause mesothelioma, which is a form of lung cancer. Got it. Dale, how big of a problem was this asbestos issue for this school year? Well, I mean, they've had to close six schools. Superintendent Tony B. Watlington keeps saying, we're going to discover more and we're going to close more schools. Well, it was a big problem because the inspections, there's something called the HERA. It's a federal law that requires schools, because this is an issue everywhere, not just in Philadelphia, um, to inspect its buildings every three years and every six months to do kind of a review. And in the course of these inspections, they will discover the existence of asbestos. And I think the the most recent thing that's causing the latest kind of flare-up of the issue is that a lot of the older AHERA inspections they reported that there wasn't asbestos in the plaster, in the walls. But more recent inspections have shown that there is asbestos in more areas of school buildings than were thought before, which include plaster in a lot of cases. So that could be anywhere. So the district has definitely, according to Watlington, stepped up its efforts and is like reinspecting areas because they now have discovered that there can be asbestos in plaster and in areas where prior inspections had said that there wasn't. Uh, It could mean that a whole lot of other schools might close, or at least temporarily, next school year. So cleaning it up doesn't work? Or why is the answer to close the school building? Well, 
because it, you know, in some of the cases, you know, they might find asbestos in a, um, in some ceiling tiles in one room or something like that. And they can deal with that over the course of a weekend, even sometimes. Mm -hmm. In other cases, and I think this is what happened in Frankfurt, there was an addition built onto the built to, to the original Frankfurt High School at one point. And in the area that is the connection point between the two buildings, the older one and the newer one, and in a pathway to the cafeteria, which every kid would have to go through. They can't close off the cafeteria. You know, and apparently they discovered this asbestos in the construction that involved adding this wing on. And so it's a very complicated and long process of remediating it, which could, you know, involve tearing walls down and rebuilding them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the people who actually do this work, they wear, you know, hazard suits, you know. So I think in Frankfurt's case, they... They didn't think they could finish it by September. So now they're saying, you know, they're going to close the building for the entire year. Although whether that happens, you know, it may not come to that, but that's what they're now anticipating. Now, doesn't that impact learning? (laughs) Well, uh, yeah. Students, you know, during the pandemic spent the better part of two years learning remotely. Right. That was kind of like not always the best for students. Right. I mean, learning loss and absenteeism and all those things. So the the Frankfurt kids and I went and I did a feature story about how they could, you know, despite all this, they were still able to put on their annual musical, although they couldn't do it at Frankfurt. They, they did it at another school. And I asked them, I said, are you learning remotely? And they said, yeah, we're learning remotely. Uh, I said, well, how, what do you think about that? And yeah, it's like for a lot of these kids, most of their high school has been spent remotely. They don't want it to be remote. Mm-hmm. So the district is also apparently behind in creating swing spaces near enough to other schools uh, that might have this issue where people actually want to go. But, you know, they, they have been creating swing space, what they call swing space. And for instance, Strawberry Mansion High School is a swing space. It's a large high school uh, that they have retrofitted or whatever to be able to have students go when school buildings are closed. However, a lot of people don't want to go to Strawberry Mansion, which is in the heart of North Philadelphia, not one of the safest neighborhoods in the city. And most of those kids, only a handful, actually went to in-person learning at Strawberry Mansion. Dale, what are parents saying about all of this? Well... Obviously, they're not happy. Uh, This is incredibly disruptive to their children. And and I really think that people understand the issue a lot better than they used to. I mean, if you remember several years ago, there was a teacher who actually was diagnosed with mesothelioma. She taught in several South Philly elementary schools that were known to be asbestos. So, you know, from what I can tell, I mean, parents are upset and they complained that the school district isn't doing everything they can with this teacher who who caught mesothelioma. Apparently, you know, she, for years, there was like white powder, you know, in her classroom, which I guess at the time, you know, there wasn't enough knowledge about what was dangerous or what wasn't. And that caused obviously an issue for her. But I don't sense that there's like 
panic. Like, we're not going to send our kids to school anymore. I think they feel kind of on the one hand that the district, at least now, is aware of the issue. They're trying, they're stepping up their um, remediation work and they are closing schools that they really think will present a hazard to kids. So I don't perceive panic right now, but there's obviously, you know, consternation that this is happening. Right. It's a con- it's concerning. Yeah. I want to talk about the school district now. So last week, the school district superintendent released his five-year strategic plan to improve schools. And we'll have a link to that plan in our show notes. Dale, some of your reporting was cited in the plan. But some of Dr. Tony B. Watlington Sr.'s ideas included year-round school, new curriculum, adding more safety school officers, as well as improving school buildings. Do we know, you know, how the school board received his plan? Yeah, they didn't really talk about it a whole lot at that meeting, but we will know later today, uh, because they are having their meeting, another meeting, uh, to consider the strategic plan. And I'm sure that Board members will comment about it before they vote. For sure. Now, we're winding down the end of the school year, and it seems like next year is already a little uncertain. Dale, could school buildings get better by next year, or are we going to expect more inspections to happen through the summer? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So what they want to do by the end of August is at least know what the scope of their problem is regarding asbestos. And how much it will cost them to remediate all of the problems in a timely fashion. I'm not even sure they know. All right. Del Mezzacapa, senior reporter at Chalkbeat Philadelphia. Thanks for breaking this all down and joining me on CityCast Philly. Well, thanks for having me. We'll have a link to more of Dale's reporting, along with Watlington's strategic plan in our show notes. Hey, could you do us a quick favor? CityCast Philly is surveying our listeners. We want to learn more about you. This will help us make CityCast Philly grow and make it a better show. The survey only takes five minutes, and we'd love if you'd help us out. Take the survey at citycast.fm slash survey. Plus, if you do so, you'll be eligible to win a $250 Visa gift card. That's citycast.fm slash survey. Thanks so much. And here's what else Philly's talking about. Speaking of education here in the city, State Senator Vincent Hughes wants to pay student teachers for going through that training. According to the Philadelphia Tribune, Hughes is sponsoring Senate Bill 300, also known as the Educator Pipeline Support Grant Program, which would give aspiring teachers up to $15,000 for completing their student teacher requirements. The number of certified teachers in Philly has dropped in recent years. And statewide, there's over 36,000 teacher vacancies. And if you're interested in becoming a Philadelphia firefighter, the application and exam period is now open. To qualify, you must be at least 18 years old, have a valid PA driver's license, and be physically able to do the job. Applications are open until September 29th. Go to philla.gov to learn more. That's all for today here on CityCast Philly. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you tell a friend, rate the show, leave us a review, 
and hit that subscribe button. Be sure to sign up for our morning newsletter too. It's called Hey Philly. We'll be back tomorrow morning with the Friday News Roundup. Bye. Bye.